0: Hello guys, good morning, or good afternoon, or good night, depending on whenever you're listening to this, I'm not sure, but I am bringing to you today a criminal justice podcast specifically on laws and values in our criminal justice system, so stay tuned if you want to learn more about laws and values. Let's start by defining the legal system. The legal system really encompasses a lot. It's a broad term that describes the laws that we have, the processes for making those laws, and the processes for making sure that these laws are followed by the people. Our legal system reflects how we as Americans specifically, because it's it varies in different countries, but how we as Americans behave and how we as a country expect people, organizations, and governments to behave toward each other. So it's kind of a, it's kind of like a chain and it's all it has to be in agreement. We all have to agree on these laws or I mean some people may disagree with the law but they still have to follow it if it becomes a law. Um, Most people do agree with laws, though, because legal systems are based off of the majority opinion of right and wrong. So, really, in theory, the majority should agree with the laws that are in place, but that is not always the case. Since the legal system is so broad, it really tries to touch every aspect of life and make sure that everything is running smoothly and it tries to avoid conflict in a lot of areas Um, but the goals of the legal system include protecting human basic rights which mm, a lot of our rights are protected in the amendments but um, the legal system i guess can kind of be included in that but um, protecting basic human rights promoting fairness Order and stability, resolve conflicts, represent the will of the majority, and protect rights of minorities. That last one, I think is pretty important because, you know, the legal system prides itself on, oh, it's what the majority of the people want, and this is the best for the country as a whole. But, I mean, in reality, the minorities make up a good amount of our country as well in a lot of different areas that might be a slight minority or something like that. And so um, our legal system does a decent job at protecting these minorities, um, in my opinion at least. So, laws cannot be made quickly. The reason behind this is there has to be a lot of time effort and thought put into drafting a law in, in the first place, or drafting bill, whatever, um, the reason behind this is they have to keep in mind the importance of both rights and responsibilities, as well as the presence of majority and minority rights. And laws also can't ignore our basic human rights either. We have to always go back and check and make sure You know does this fit the Constitution is it constitutional Um, so the laws have to put a balancing act between these many variables and um, it's kind of hard sometimes but we've managed to do it so far so I think we're doing okay now that we have the basic overall idea of the legal system and laws We're going to talk a little bit about the values behind the laws. Um, They can be divided into four categories. Moral, economic, political, and social values. So I'm going to spend a little bit of time going through each of those and trying to give you a little bit of a better picture of what each of those looks like. So stay tuned if you want to know more about these four categories of laws. The first category of laws that I want to touch on, I think we're going to start with moral. Um, Personally, I think that laws that concern moral issues are really the most difficult to draft and pass through legislation. Um, The reason I think this is because moral values vary between every individual, and they also tend to change with society so this causes a lot of confusion and disagreements a lot of disagreements an example of a questionable moral law instance is something that i learned in my criminal justice class it's a story about some i think three shipwrecked sailors and they were starving they were on a lifeboat and they were all gonna die um they all came to an agreement that they would decide who they would kill and eat so that the other two could stay alive um but then one of them disagreed last minute and backed out of the deal because he was the one that was going to be eaten and but the two friends ate their friend anyway because they were starving Um, the way I look at this is it saved the life of two men, um, compared to all three of them dying, but our legal system found that the killing was still not acceptable. Um, so another, you can look at that two different ways. Another thing you can keep in mind is war. You know, I mean, it becomes a pretty... I don't want to say casual topic, because it's not. But, I mean, it's come, become pretty common to us that, you know, we're just kind of always in a constant state of some type of war, um, but the way you can look at it is the war is defending the lives of America, but killing other people's lives in another country, um, we find this killing acceptable. I don't know if I agree with that, but our legal system agrees with it, so I guess it makes sense. The next category, um, economic. Well, economic laws are pretty straightforward. You can probably already guess what some of those may look like, um, but economic laws stretch across a wide variety of matters But um, a few examples include tax benefits, um, shoplifting laws. Uh, Shoplifting laws are another example of how the legal system can keep people in check and promote fairness, which are two pretty big overall goals of the legal system in general. So that's a really good example if you're looking at how the legal system protects the people, even in little small ways like shoplifting. Because if you think about it, shoplifting not only affects the business, but if shoplifting was accepted, it would affect everyone in turn, because if everyone shoplifted, then there really wouldn't be a reason to pay for anything, and everything would just fall apart. So, It's pretty important that something you think would be obvious has to be put into words on paper and made a law and enforced by the police. Otherwise, people, you know, don't really always have the best moral outlook on things. And a lot of people would probably shoplift and do other things that they shouldn't do. On to the next, we're gonna keep rolling. So political laws are responsible for the wide voting spectrum, um, but also the regulations that go with it. Um, The amendments ensure that American citizens can vote with the exception of criminals, of course. Um, These are commonly overlooked, political laws are. Because we are so used to our rights and freedoms as Americans, we grow up in this environment that we forget that these political laws have been set in place as laws. But this is important because it protects us in case our government were to ever try to put our rights aside or ignore our rights. And lastly, we have social laws, social values. Um, Really what you're looking at here is change of social value commonly leads to a change in the law. So what I mean by this is, let me give you an example. Girls' sporting teams were not really in existence. Um, Up until a certain point and it it was realized that that was accepted and that was a good idea and they are funded now and they exist now. That used to not always be a thing. I mean people thought that girls should not play sports that especially in public schools you know how are they going to get funded that type of thing. But they exist now because the equality Gap is closing the, or yeah, equality gap. I think that's the right way of wording that. What I mean is um, men and women are becoming more equal in society every day, every year, I think, in my opinion at least. So that's a example of how social value can tie into our legal system as well. It is impossible to please everyone legislators argue daily over laws and the debate really between these legislators lies between whether or not the laws protect the rights of some citizens without violating the rights of others you know it kind of depends on what's more important to you you get one thing you have to always sacrifice something else we learned this from mr peterson my government and economics teacher that there is always a I went blank let me think about it for a second a opportunity cost that's what it's called um I whenever I was going through this section and researching all of this I thought of opportunity cost and it kind of makes sense along the legal system lines because you know, you can't make a law that pleases everyone. I don't think that that would ever exist. There's just too many people. Um, You always have to give something up in order to make the majority happy. Now I'm going to give you an example of a law that was put into place as a result of something. This happens quite often in our legal system, like the Something that we learned the other day, the laws that are named out off of people, based off of people, something that has happened to them, like Amber, Amber Alerts, things of that nature. Um, the USA Patriot Act was in response to the 9-11 terrorist attack, which created a more thorough security search within airports and other important locations. Um, You know, this goes along the lines with everyone can't be pleased because this law was highly criticized for the more um, thorough searches and electronic eavesdropping and everyone thought that the government was going to start spying on people because of this terrorist threat and people just thought that their security was at jeopardy, Um, but... Really, it's justified by the need for more security during dangerous times. Another important factor to keep in mind, I think, whenever looking at this as a whole is that laws can be repealed if, you know, it is thought that this needs to happen. Um, an example of this is the Prohibition Amendment, the 18th Amendment. Um, At the time, people were, you know, acting a mess, drinking too much alcohol, you know, causing a lot of problems within society, and so during this time period, they thought that it would be best to outlaw alcohol. They made alcohol illegal. Well, obviously, people were not going to have this. They started selling it illegally, and... You know, it really posed more of a problem than what it was whenever alcohol was legal. So they decided to repeal the 18th Amendment. And uh, this can happen really with anything if we decide as a society, as a majority, that we don't agree with something that passes. You know, you can always try to question it and uh, try to get it changed or what have you there just has to be put a vote on it and things of that nature so that's all of the information I have to share with you guys today I hope that you learned a little bit more about laws and values and our legal system so I hope that I didn't bore you with all of that talk but I find it really interesting and I think if you pay attention that you will find that you see these things a little more often and you can learn from them and just see it in real life and I think that's really cool. Thank you guys for listening.